This is an out loud reading of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description below. Thank you so much for listening. Hey everyone, today's post comes to you from r slash entitled parents, a subreddit where people post stories of moms or dads who think that because they have kids, they're entitled to everything. Today's post, entitled stepmother gets mad at something I wrote in my diary years beforehand. It's been a while since I've shared an entitled stepmother story, but this one is from quite a few years ago. If you haven't seen me around before, hello, I have an entitled stepmother. My stepmother isn't the greatest person. She's verbally abusive and has been married to my father for the past 14 years. She's caused me to deal with a lot of anxiety, and I have a little PTSD from this history that her and I share. She's done a lot of shitty things, but my father hasn't divorced her due to my mother ruining his mindset when she abandoned us 17 years ago. And there's a lot of money and inheritance that would be involved in the event of a divorce. Now that the history has been shared, here's the actual story. Back when I was about eight, my grandmother bought me a diary. I had been obsessed with the littlest pet shop toys, so it was themed around them with a pink fuzzy exterior with a monkey stitched into it. When my stepmother got upset with me or she thought I was hiding something, she'd absolutely tear my room apart. She'd find things and try to read whatever she got her hands on, or she'd find new things to take when I got grounded for the stupidest of things. What I can only assume is she found my diary one of these times because the events that unfolded next is the only logical reason I can come up with for why she found out what was written in it. At the time, I kept my diary underneath my bed in the rungs that held up my mattress. I came back from my mom's for the weekend, my life there was not much better than home, and my room was in an unusual distressed state. There were things on the floor and pulled out of drawers, but I checked under my bed and found my diary was still where it belonged, though not exactly where I left it. Luckily, I kept the keys to lock under my bedside table somewhere she probably wouldn't think to look. A few weeks later, my stepsister came to visit. She's 11 years my elder, and at the time this event happened, I was 10 and didn't use the diary that often. There were actually never many entries that I put into it, as it was rather sporadic when I wanted to write into it. While my stepsister was in town, she asked me if I had a diary, and I told her I did. She asked me if she could read it. And though I didn't know her well, because she was never around and lived across the country at the time, I agreed because I trusted her to some degree. The next day, my stepmother confronted me about one of the entries, and I knew that she had gotten her hands on it because of what she fussed at me about. One day, I had taken my diary over to my grandmother's with me not long after I got it because I was writing in it all the time at eight years old. My grandmother lived across the street, and one day, my stepbrother was over there as well, and he was quite a nuisance because he's as entitled as my stepmother, even at the age of six. He was pretty bratty, and it was irritating. I had wrote in my diary that I wanted him to go home. Now to note, I dated my diary entries, and when I wrote this entry, it had been two years beforehand, so when my stepmother confronted me, it was kind of stupid at this point. She tore into me too, saying, what do you mean you want him to go home? This is his home. Do you not want him to be here? Do you hate us this much? You should be ashamed. Summarize from what I remember because it's been forever. She wouldn't let me tell her where I had wrote the entry the two years before Anne, and she just kept running me over and over and over, and I just kind of shut down. 
She shook the diary in my face the whole time, and I just stared at it upset because I couldn't get a word in, and she was blaming me for not caring about either of them. I ended up grounded for what I wrote. I used the diary to let out my feelings, though many of them were angry, childish rants about people who were mean at me at school. I never mentioned her or my stepbrother, despite what she did to me besides that one entry. When she gave me the diary back, I put it under my bedside table and never wrote anything else in it. I was too scared that she'd find it again and get upset with me again. It stayed there under that spot until I moved my stuff out of the house two years ago. I can't remember if it's still in a box or if I threw it in the trash. More than likely the latter. I never kept a private diary again. Instead, I ended up writing about my life through blogging sites around the age of 13. And boy, was I able to talk about her then to my heart's content. Sometimes venting online is the best course of action. I do a lot of it here sometimes. A lot of writing sites I frequent where I post my own fictional short stories have an option to write blogs, so I put a lot out there as well. Sometimes it really is easier to talk to strangers on the internet than it is to people in person. Just reading that made me angry. Angry at the bitch of a stepmom you got. I probably would have snapped in that situation. I feel bad for you. I was young at the time, so I just took it like I always had. If she had done something like that to me today, I'd actually get my word in whether she runs over me or not. I have a very similar situation happening with me, and I have been able to avoid arguments with my stepmom for a decent bit because I've learned to be able to stay in my room at all the time. But I've made up my mind that the next time we get into an argument, I'm going to speak my mind. Stepmother, I found a post online that looked like our conversation. How dare you post private information? Luckily, she's not tech savvy. My father has a higher chance of finding this post than she does. She'd probably look at me and say, what's a red dot? Not a typo. She'd probably say it like that. Oh, a red dot. It's a webcomic. Lol, <laughs> just don't include any visible personal information. My father found my Twitter when I was in high school. It had some aspect of my real name attached to it. And I followed friends my parents knew the names of whose Twitters maybe had their real names too. He read through hundreds of my and my friends' tweets until he found something he didn't like. Cue father barging into my room when I was asleep at 3am to scream at me. Yes, online venting is a great way to get something out without targeting a specific person. You're not venting at somebody, you're just venting. I just want to say I'm sorry. I understand completely. I had a mother that did the same thing, although she swore up and down that she never read my diary. She found out I was pregnant at 18, and the only way she would have known is if she read it. Let's just say that was one of the worst days of my life. I know it feels like an invasion of privacy when that happens, especially at 18 when you're legally considered an adult. When I moved out right before I turned 19, I lived with my boyfriend and his dad, so I wasn't able to get the rest of my stuff from my dad's house immediately wasn't able to until almost a year after I officially moved out when my boyfriend and I got our own place. She went through my stuff then claiming she was cleaning up. Jokes on her, she found a toy of mine and carried around the house to ask my sister what it was. According to my sister, she flung it across the room and stopped going through my stuff. My mom was the same way. She found my toy and it wasn't a cheap one either. She threw it away. Hundred bucks just gone. I was so effing pissed. God, that makes me so angry. I'm so sorry that you have such a person for a stepmom. I personally won the lottery with mine, who was an awesome human and was for the last 22 years. I unfortunately got the wicked stepmother type. 
My dad sure knows how to pick women since my mother was no better. Oh my god, what a terrible person. Behaving like that to a child in your care is the worst kind of evil. I'm so sorry that happened to you. It was normalcy by the point of the story. I didn't realize how not normal it was until the time I was an adult. I understand that completely. I honestly never even knew the beatings I endured as a kid were beatings because my parents labeled them as spankings. It wasn't until my therapist explained the difference that I understood how screwed up my family was. All things I thought were normal were not so normal. I remember learning in high school that my home life was not normal. I would tell stories to my friends laughing it off and they'd be like, what the F? Like, oh my god, so the other day when I missed class, my mom and I ended up driving around with her friend who had a warrant out for his arrest. It was kind of like running from the cops. I feel really bad for you. How is your stepmother now? Still the same? Still the same. Two-faced to me now. She'll talk nice when she sees me in person and then talk shit behind my back. My sister and my stepbrother never want to be home around her, though her son is very entitled as well. His mom is one of those helicopter parents. I'm so sorry. That was horrible. She was horrible. I wish I had lived next door to you so that you could have hidden your diary in my yard slash home. We could have had sleepovers and my mom would have made us treats and hugged us and we could have gossiped before bed about how horrible your stepmom was. See a therapist. It helped me a lot with my childhood crap. If you are not an adult yet, try to talk to your guidance counselor or a teacher about it. I was 25 when I went to therapy and it was a little too late. This crap follows you around your whole life otherwise. I have been bullied in school. Not the same, but evil stepmom bull is bullying you in a way too. That's how I was diagnosed with PTSD. I'm also bipolar, so I see a therapist and a psychiatrist regularly. I've been through a lot of stuff including my own mother, my stepmother, my abusive ex, tons of shit that honestly wasn't fair to me, but that's the way my life ended up. I hope that therapy has helped you some. I've worked on my PTSD, anxiety, and depression with it. My stepmom did similar stuff. I would leave to visit my mom and come back to find my stuff misplaced like someone had gone through my things. My stepmom would read my diary and with a red marker write, Santa is watching all over the pages. I used to write about how much I hated her. She would always tell my dad I did shit that her son would do then I'd get in trouble for it. She would do this to me and my older sister, but never to her sweet, precious son. Eventually, my older sister ran away, and that was the whole ordeal, and then she moved in with her mom. Now, my stepmom likes to be all nice to me because I'm doing well for myself and can be used as a bragging point at her work since her son doesn't do anything but play video games. We're both adults, by the way. He's not a kid. I have a cousin who had a book that when she was angry at someone, she would write all her feelings in that book. One day, her mom found it and read it. Her mom burned that book. My cousin is now suffering from depression that she can't tell anyone about because her parents don't believe in depression. So familiar. I got help when I left home. And they did not burn the diary, only got called ungrateful in similar epithets. I have a similar story, but with my mom. She would humiliate me and tell me that if I didn't want someone to know something, that I should never write it down. This happened repeatedly. I've taken that seriously. I don't keep diaries now and haven't for many years. However, I've been away from home for over a decade and keep my mom at arm's length. She feels entitled to a close relationship with me. Recently, she had quite the tantrum about how she should be allowed to talk to her daughter about anything at any time. 
I'm apparently supposed to cater to her whims or something, I don't know. I don't bother with it too much anymore. Karma's a bitch, and it's her turn. She sounds like an awful old bat. Have you tried telling her to do one? Parents who feel entitled to a close relationship whilst doing nothing to actually earn one really are scum. She's not introspective. She rarely looks at herself as the cause of an issue. It's mostly sad at this point, but it was the center of my frustrations growing up. I do live across the country from her now. Literal opposite ends. I had a bitch stepmom like this. One time she got me so angry that I punched her in the face. She's never tried annoying me again. I had a similar thing happen to me. Tried to keep a journal diary. My mother read it and confronted me about it. Made me distrust her and I stopped keeping a journal. Makes me so angry because I have a terrible memory. My therapist has told me many people with bad home lives repress memories. And I really wish I could look back and have those books as a reference for the past 20 years of my life. There's a special kind of trauma associated with your parent going through your diary. I've never fully forgiven my own mom for reading it, or the incredible hurtful things she said to me after. So that wraps up today's post. What do you think about this situation? How would you feel if someone invaded your privacy in this way? Do you think a parent ever has the right to read their child's diary? Do you or anyone else you know have any evil stepmother stories? We love to hear those stories in the comments down below. As always, if you liked the video, leave a like or comment below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you want to see more and hear more posts from r slash entitled parents and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening. Hey everyone, today's post comes to you from r slash entitled parents, a subreddit where people post stories of moms or dads who think that because they have kids, they're entitled to everything. Today's post, my husband is in the army, so your house is mine now. So where I live, there's a small army base, and around it is a housing estate where the families live. Part of this estate was sold to a couple of housing associations, and I live in one of those. The army families move around a lot, so people in those houses generally move every two years or so, some a little more frequently, others less so. There's a row of four terrace houses directly across from me, and one of them was empty, ready for new tenants. Here's where we begin. I took my daughter to nursery and then went shopping for some new clothes. This was at 9am. I get back about 11.30am and I see a large moving truck in the street. To avoid them, I go to the other side of my property. I suffer from chronic anxiety and tend to avoid most people. I go in the front door and take the new clothes upstairs to sort. While I'm in there, I hear noise from my back garden and door. Looking out the window, I see a man with a large toolbox trying to open my back door a woman behind him looking furious, and the guys from the moving company standing around with boxes looking bored. I run down the stairs and open the door, meeting the guy who I guess was a locksmith practically fell through the door into my kitchen. He was surprised, of course, and after looking around, he was confused because clearly someone already lived there. The woman then sighs dramatically and thanks me for finally turning up because they've been there since 8 a.m. trying to get in. 
She just wants to get her stuff in so she and her kids can sleep. She waves the moving guys forward and then goes to get her kids out of the car. I'm busy trying to stop the moving guys from coming in with boxes and her two kids, about three and six, come charging into my garden. I've got a slide, swing, small trampoline, and a Wendy house there for my daughter to play with. I yell at them all to get out of my garden and stay away from my house. One of the movers looks in the window to my living room, sees all of my furniture in there, and then waves his team back to the truck. His team leader pulls out some paperwork and begins going over it. The woman starts yelling at me, telling me I was a liar and a thief, among other things. I lived in this house for four years and tell her such, but she's having none of it. She gets right up in my face, screaming at me, and I'm having trouble not bursting into tears and running away or decking her. The locksmith tries to calm her down, and she starts having a go at him next. I call up the local police station office. There's one in the housing estate, but it generally only caters to the army people and such. I figured calling them to deal with her was the best solution. They arrive after a few minutes and take the woman aside. Her kids are still playing on my daughter's things, so I tell them to get off and go to their mother because those toys don't belong to them. They go reluctantly, and when their mother notices, she begins yelling again. Apparently, those toys aren't mine. They were put there by the army for her kids because her husband is such a wonderful soldier. That this is her house, and I'm just some squatter trying to steal it from her. This is when the movers come over and tell her this is the wrong address. She's moving into number four, and this is number 14. She goes very silent, grabs her kids, and leaves the garden. I call out to her and ask her if she's going to pay for the damage done to my garden. Grass was torn up by her kids and the movers. My door, from what looks like footprints trying to kick it in, and the scratches from the locksmith. My bushes by the gate, movers on her yanking at them while waiting for the locksmith. She tells me no, because she's done nothing wrong. Which is when I inform her that I have cameras installed that would have seen the whole thing. I ask the officers if they would like to view the footage, and one of them watches the whole incident take place once I bring out my laptop, which both cameras are linked to, and he says he doesn't have anything to collect the footage just now, but he'll come back later to get it. He also tells me that he will have to report the woman's behavior to the base, as a family's bad behavior can have repercussions for their soldiers, too. It's now 5 p.m., the officer was here collecting copies of the footage in case it was needed and might be shown to certain army officials as an example of her behavior. The husband turned up about an hour ago and there was a huge argument across the street. Everyone could hear it, but not exactly what was being said. Either way, this family hasn't exactly had a good start to their time here. I can only hope they move soon so I won't ever have to deal with that woman again. My husband is such a respected soldier, proceeds to brutally F up reputation on base. Why can't people listen? There is no dispute that if they went into the right house, that would be fine. They have never seriously planned the house they would build before. How do you make a big mistake? Just like, wow. Even if they had the wrong house, surely seeing the kids' toys in the garden and furniture in the house would have made them double-check sooner than trying to kick in the door and calling a locksmith to break in? Apparently not. Or just trusting the person who answered the door? It's amazing that people make their lives so complicated. 
if they knocked or rang a doorbell and a person answered and said, no, it's my house, how is the entitled mother's first reaction not, huh, that's all, let me confirm something, oh no, no, it's instead, clearly someone is trying to steal my house by living in it, there could be no other explanation, it's bloody bizarre. I can't imagine how much worse it would have been if you were 30 minutes later and that woman got into your house. Stupid wives like this really don't understand. Their entitlement can get their husband in a lot of trouble, even to the point of getting them kicked out of the military. Welp, there goes her spouse's promotions. I don't know anything about how the army works in that regard. Is that really something that can happen? Yes, a spouse causing problems can reflect on promotions in the military. Makes sense, I guess. Marrying someone like that woman described in this post shows poor judgment at the very least. It's a one for all and for all one treatment. If a soldier cannot control his household, he cannot be trusted to command his own team. It's why in basic training you don't punish one, you punish the whole bunk. In the US it can. If your spouse acts up, such as fighting, stealing, public drunkenness, drunk driving, bothering people, property damage, you name it, and you are responsible for their behavior. When I was first married as a military spouse, I was warned right away that my behavior affected my husband's career, and I'd better watch myself. I've known NCOs whose careers were ruined by their spouse's behavior. One liked to drunkenly scream at his CEO about him not promoting her spouse fast enough because they really needed the money. She also liked to wander the streets of base housing drunk or the NCO club picking fights, screaming at anybody dumb enough to be on the same planet as her. Another liked to drive drunk, causing accidents on base even after her license was taken away from her, etc., etc., etc. These guys' careers were given a jumpstart by divorcing their disorderly spouses. That is if they'd not already been kicked out for their spouse's behavior. Don't know about where you are, though. Military spouses are some of the most entitled people I've ever met. Of course, there are great ones too, but a lot of the time it's women who go out of their way to make everyone else's life hell because their dear husband's rank is their rank too. These are the kind of people who expect you to thank them for their service, even though their spouses are the ones actually doing that service. I have no doubt being a military spouse isn't easy, but come the F on. You ain't Jesus for marrying a guy in the army. Most entitled military I've seen get shit on so hard they are effed until they learn it's not about them. Don't mistake them telling you off and having you do things up their standards as entitlement. You either follow the military quality or you don't, even if your visitor are expected to follow their rules in their house. What's so hard about double-checking the address, apologizing, and moving on to the correct house? Would have saved this bitch a whole lot of stress. It must be so hard to be so stupid. Once an entitled mother has their sights set on their target, be it a phone, switch, or a house, they implement all life systems into trying to desperately get that thing. Or just use some goddamn common sense. Huh. The key housing gaming doesn't work in this door. Huh. There appears to still be someone else's belonging in the home and in the yard. I should consult the paperwork before jumping to conclusions that could potentially destroy my husband's career. So that wraps up today's post. Holy wow! What do you guys think about this craziness? What would you do if you were the one in OP's position? 
Do you know any entitled military wives? We would love to hear your thoughts and stories in the comments down below. As always, if you like the video, leave a like or a comment. It always helps us out a lot. And if you want to see more and hear more posts from r slash entitled parents and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening.